the award-winning Mercedes-Benz Vito invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Rob Carlton. Yes, Rob Carlton, a man who's possibly died more times than anyone else on Australian TV. More times even than hot dogs <laughs> on that show. Wow. It's back on it. <laughs> Finally a chance to win some bucks. You can say something if you want, Rob. Oh, it's lovely to be here, Tone. Fantastic. I was expecting Ed to be a little uglier than he is. He's a good-looking <laughs> oh, man, isn't he? As the hour progresses, you'll it, see it does him. Undermine. He deteriorates. That is good. Yeah, I might be able to relax if that's the case. <laughs> hey, you're on a good day because uh, we're going around the States. Mm. I've got Queensland covered it's covering South Adelaide. South Australia, South Oz. You can do uh, New South okay. Wales. Mr. Marson, the actor, Mr. Marson, will be doing Victoria. Fantastic. Uh, we'll be finding out what's on the internet and does it threaten the future of television itself. Oh. Interesting. And, well, what else? Oh, Chain of Fools. I won't say what that is, but it's coming up later Ooh. in the show. Exciting stuff. And, well, we've run out of music. That's never <laughs> happened. Right, it's never it? happened before. What do we do now? We've done it. Well, you want some more music? Yes. You want something else? Yeah, oh yeah. Well, you know, John Howard, he's sticking around. Is he? He's sticking around and he loves to sing. Do you love me? Yes, I do. Do you love me? Yes, I do. do you love me? Yes, I do. I mean, for heaven's sake, can we get a sense of proportion? Flowers, nay, ice house here at Get This on Triple M around the nation. Good morning, everybody. It's me, Tony Martin. It's that bloke over there, Ed Cavalier. Hola. And what about one of his mates has come in? Because mm. normally, I mean, this show, 90% of the guests are just people we've bumped into in a pub. Yes. <laughs> this bloke fits the uh, the it's category, I think. Nicely. It's Rob Carlton. Yes. Oh, yeah. Actor Thank Rob Carlton. Thank you very much. <laughs> Some kind of uh, director as well. Didn't you win Tropfest a couple of years ago? Oh, I met just this year, actually, Tony. It's, oh, it's current news. Me. I yeah, know. It's, yeah, yeah, the heat's still strong. There's a lot of papers to read on this show. We're well behind. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Look, I'm well, great. GST's yeah. come in, we're told. Ah, yeah. Milk will be cheaper. Oh, well, so, okay, Tropfist. So you've mm. done a bit of that, but, yep. you know, we've printed out the resume. Mm -hmm. And uh, the year my voice broke, was that your first movie? That was my first film, the year my voice broke. Um, what do you I, do in that? I got bashed up by Ben Mendelsohn on that. Oh, he yeah. shoved my head down a toilet. You know, Ben Mendelsohn loves to say the year my voice broke was his first movie because it looks good. It wasn't. No. What, what was? The Still Point. What's that? The Still Point. What's that? Mm. It's a film made in uh, two years before the year my voice broke in yeah. Melbourne yeah. with Ben Mendelsohn and Greg Fleet oh. comes on this yeah. show. Oh, yes. And Mendelsohn and I think uh, Steve Bastoni mm. get to do what I think is one of the, the classic archetypal mm. Aussie movie scenes, mm. which is sort of outdoors at a beer garden with white plastic furniture and two blokes decide to go each other and a third bloke, Fleety, has to step in and go, hey, 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 fellas, oh. calm it down. Please, please. <laughs> Have you ever done any of that? Oh, mate, I've done, no, no, generally I haven't calmed anyone down. Right. I'm normally the hot spot on the side looking to come in with a big fist. That's, you have done got, it all. When you've, you've got eyes in... like mine, Tony, you're not getting cast as the nice guy. <laughs> what? When you go along to auditions, what yeah. do you generally find yourself doing? Um, threatening to kill. Right. <laughs> and, yeah. then, and then when we... Because I save the actual murder for the shoot. Oh, yeah. So, uh, right, you know, yeah. but I like to, obviously... There's often some... In my early days, it was more just threatening behaviour. Right. And then as I got uh, sort of older and more mature, we, we, we really launched into a sort of more physical violence. Uh, okay. Yeah. And, and deaths now, because yeah. we have a friend, uh, Billy Pennell, rock yes. guru. Right. He's got an uncle called Ron Pennell, who's mm. a guy you will just see in, you know... 
man from the left in homicide. <laughs> and he does a fantastic routine, apparently, at parties where he'll relate how many deaths he's, you know, I've done. I've died seven times in homicide, three in Bluey, oh, okay. two in Signal One, mm. you know, fell off a tall building in yeah. you know, Matlock Police. Yeah. How well, many deaths for you? I've had four deaths. Four? Yeah, yeah, I've had four deaths. I've had a couple of near deaths. Mm. Yeah. But it's 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 but it's the lead up to that. You don't start at dying, Tony, and this no. is a mistake a lot of young actors make. <laughs> right. And they get killed too early. No, 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 no. They, yeah, they go in and they start with death. See now before I actually died, as I said, I got my head flushed down the uh, the toilet there in the ear, my voice uh, broke. By Mindo. Um that's right. You remember the Reverend Bob from East Street? Yeah. Tony Martin. Yeah, no, I didn't I'm still die getting on his East royalty Street. checks. That's what equity reckon. <laughs> now I didn't die on East Street, but but the Reverend Bob kicked me out of East Street. What for? Hey? What for? Well, in in what I consider a rather unchristian act. Yeah. What, what have and you that, been up to, though? Did hey, you steal... I've been threatening young Rebecca Elmerleglue. Oh, right. And planting stolen goods. To, threatening to, her with mispronunciation. Yeah, that's right. All of those. So, Reverend... And looking back, I th like, at the time, I thought, it's probably fair enough I get kicked out of East Street. Yeah. Right? I'm a bad influence. A yeah. bad influence on wheels. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but, then, but then, looking back on it, I was exactly the sort of kid the Reverend Bob should have been looking after. That's true. <laughs> you know? That's but true. no, because my role, friends, is to play the guestie. Uh, and right. it's up to the leads to throw the guesty out. Alf, Summer Bay. He, he, got, he kicked me out of Summer Bay. You've been kicked out of Summer what, Bay by what, Alf. By Alf, huh? Did you now, if, I, if I had my time over, I'd go back there and I'd snot Alf. There you go. <laughs> and what was he saying as he kicked you out? Was there a couple you of bloody mongrel. Crikey. Oh, bloody <laughs> he said, mongrel. get out of here, you bloody mongrel. You and if I ever see you back again, I'll go you what for. You've been mongreled by Alf. But what have. did you do? What did you do to get kicked out of Summer Look, Bay? Look, I never touched that girl. <laughs> <laughs> I never touched her. Uh, I never was going to touch her. Have you but ever been... she was looking at me. She was. <laughs> she, oh, was she liked me. She should have known better. But <laughs> you've been, have you been killed or chased out of the same fictional town as two different characters? Like oh, hell yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Have we haven't you? been... Well, yeah, 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 definitely. I've, well, I, on a country practice, I had a testicle removed. <laughs> <laughs> was that part of the show? Or yeah, no, no. Without a shadow of a doubt. It's all scripted, Tony. I'm an actor, a character actor. Um... And and they had they removed my testicle and they sent it to Burrigan for testing. <laughs> so if ever you're in Burrigan, I'm sure it's still in a jar somewhere. But but uh, no, well, water rats. I got oh, yes. I got shot dead on water rats. What and, for? What for? Oh, being, I was awful. Oh, I was yeah. awful to Frank Holloway. Oh. Uh, is that Frielsey or is yeah, that yeah, Steve Frielsey. Bisley? No, no, no. That was. You know, I come back later right. after they shot me, and then yeah. I had a set two with Steve wow, as a different so character, killed I, by Frielsey. No, no, killed near Frielsey because he doesn't because they they wanted it, clean hands. Right. So and Bizzo <laughs> finishes the job. No, no, no. I, no, no. I had been killed right, and then I was resurrected, came back as a different character right. this time to uh, dispose of a child's bo uh, body improperly. Uh. Um, <laughs> Not to be confused with my first Water Rats character who was a drug-dealing rapist. Um, right. So this time I came back to dispose of a body, a body improperly, yeah. and then I, at I attacked the same office that I'd attacked before. <laughs> this time I went in with a bat. I think the last time was with an axe. So art department had been working hard. And then so I come in and that one, busily I never had a proper set two with him on the second one. And I didn't die on the second one too, which was, right. and, and which was great for me because I thought they can bring me back as a regular and then the show got axed oh. entirely. And that Favourite uh, death scene? 
favourite death scene, Arrow Through the Heart in the American TV series Raw. Oh, yeah. Hey, nice. wasn't uh, Heath Ledger in Raw? Yeah, and it was Heath Ledger that I was trying to kill. That's <laughs> right. When I caught the arrow through the heart. Who and, shot uh, the arrow? Who hey, caught you? Did uh, Melissa George get you? No, 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 no. The, uh, the other lady whose name escapes me now, yeah, Tony. Yeah, you're right. She's yeah. great. She's, She's excellent. Been, and some of her best work is done off screen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, I'm uh, a little bit under the weather this morning. Because the okay. wife and I stayed up watching Ooh. 24. And oh, they die on there. Oh, man, they're killing off the characters. There's, there's obviously been some contract trouble. That's right. And they're, they're bumping them off alphabetically, basically. <laughs> well, that makes it easier for the script writers. Within the first 10 minutes of Ep 1 of this series, they'd already bumped off uh, President Palmer and mm. someone else. And, Starting and, at the peace. Yeah. And now... <laughs> Is Quigley next? <laughs> oh, now they've killed off... Because uh, I don't like to talk about it normally because I know a lot of people tape it and save it for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Who? Who are these lots <laughs> yeah, of people? Yeah, yeah. Sad <laughs> people. <laughs> yeah, I, Thin yeah, people yeah, with yeah. glasses, mainly. <laughs> and then uh, there's others, uh, more committed people, like normally wife and I, what we do is we wait till it comes out on DVD, three-night marathon. That's oh, eight eps a night. You've got to have no kids, and you've got to be into it. I want to party with you, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> They've killed off Edgar Styles, no. the lovable, fat IT bloke. Oh, no. You start knocking off chubby kids, you know that you're coming to the end of the road. <laughs> and they nerve-gassed him. Oh. Wasn't that? Look, look, Nikki's crying. Oh. Nerve-gassed you, nerve you ever attempted any nerve-gassing? I've never no. been nerve-gassed, but no. I'll write that down and get it to my agent. <laughs> it was at the end of an episode, and fat IT blokes everywhere would have been crying. <laughs> oh, but you know what they that? need on 24? Uh, what? They need the ending style of EastEnders. Oh, I don't know yes. if a lot of people watch EastEnders. It's on Foxtel on UK TV. Find out. And this is how every episode ends. Your life won't be worth living. I'll see to that. <laughs> <laughs> The syndromes come in. They haven't bothered to update those syndromes. But they would that would be great for 24. Oh, my God. Uh. The nerve gas. Edgar's dead. <laughs> That's how every show should end. That should be every program. Or, oh, my God. They queue up another one. You've got another one there. Oh, my God. Rob Carlton's fallen off a high tower again. <laughs> I think we'll be needing those syndromes a lot today, Mr. Marsden. That's what you should have had when you did your Braveheart line. Rob, uh, we're going to get through the rest of your resume, and there's actual news coming your way. Excellent. Looking forward to the news. On Get This. That's Pete Murray. Opportunity here at Triple M. It's Get This around the nation. Uh, Actor Rob Carlton is with us. Tony. Uh, Rob, have you got anything you'd like to plug just, you know, while we're here? What's coming out? Oh, you mean about Ed? I refuse to plug Ed. <laughs> no, it's, your own resume. Oh, I thought you meant actually like a body plug or something <laughs> like that. No. Um, mate, no, I've got nothing to plug at all. Life's oh, okay. okay for me. Well, I'm off to Telluride later this uh, month, off to a big film festival in America. What with? With your trophy? With my, with, yeah, with my Carmichael and Shane, single mm. father of uh, twins, oh. choosing a favourite. Better way of uh, oh, great. parenting. Yeah. That's a good idea. So good. we're off there. But other than that, nothing to plug. It's great to be here and lovely to see your <laughs> smiling face. <laughs> Let me plug our movie episode, which oh. is coming up on Tuesday. Mm. People send in great emails and suggestions good, they? for it. Good, A lot of people are sending in condolences for Lockie Hume. I know. Probably we mentioned Heath Ledger. He's mm. got the role of the Joker. Oh, he does. As I know the fake audience are not very happy. Yeah. Oh. As you can hear. They've always been with Lockie. Oh. Fake audience. I think Lockie would have been great as the Joker. Yeah, I agree. 
Have you met Lockie here? No, I haven't, but he, does his eyebrows, they're going to work? He divides okay. audiences. He's very mouthy. That's what I like about him. People love him, people hate him. Yeah. Right. We happen to love him. We've yeah, seen yeah. him in action on uh, the DVD extras for Boytown, yeah. McBelloy's new film, and he is sensational. It's in wonderful. That. If we'd had that footage, if we'd sent that to the Batman people, you reckon? That would have swung it. Uh, What's Heath Ledger going to be like as the Joker? No. I haven't seen Brokeback Mountain. It's very good, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, great. I'm Master it's loves very it. good. It's a different genre. Right. <laughs> I just keep seeing clips where Heath Ledger's doing that voice <laughs> in Brokeback Mountain, and it sounds very much like the guy on The Simpsons, the old guy. I wore a beard to beach for that woman. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very sling blade. <laughs> it's very sling blade. <laughs> uh, hey, we've actually done some good. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. Hey. Uh, this bloke here, Paul. Wait, sorry, do we have any inspirational music, Richard, to play underneath this? No, no, we've got great music for this. Oh, good. Because, you know, you'd think crapping on about obscure movies. How could that possibly be of benefit yeah. to the community? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do yeah. wonder. It's, yeah. yeah, it's true. <laughs> Paul Lenkick says, I've been obsessed with the Kim Beasley theme ever since you first played it. Oh, yes. When you revealed it was the main theme to the taking of Pelham 123, I went and bought the DVD. Whoa. Which I think oh. is like one of those 1295ers. Too. It is. Mm. Uh, in correct aspect ratio. <laughs> I watched it last night. What a fantastic film with yes. such a rich New York flavour. Ah. But I couldn't help uh, thinking of Kim Beasley striding through the halls of Parliament whenever the music hit. Let's hear it now. <laughs> <laughs> it is doing what I can only describe as the Beasley dance. <laughs> so how's shoulders. That? Someone's actually We've had a, done some good. a good night in front of the telly. I've got an amazing challenge for young Hume when he comes in. What's that? Uh, I've got to, you know, he's all about um, uh, like movie soundtracks. Yeah, I've I sure I've got is. the most obscure bit of movie soundtrack to see if he can pick. Oh, great. We'll do yeah. all that on Tuesday. Yeah, and maybe we should think of another Batman villain. It's not a bad idea. That he could go for next time. Maybe the egghead. That, I was just thinking the egghead. <laughs> That'd be good. We know they're doing the bookworm. <laughs> Who's that? That was Roddy McDowell in a costume made of books. It's <laughs> true. Wow. We'll get to all the Batman villains, but hey, hey it's time to go round the States. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, we're going round the States, new. Rob. This yeah. is a new segment. Just stick with us. We've got someone... Something for everyone. Victoria. What do we got? Steve Vizard's back in the news. How is he? Uh, yeah. He was a disgraced businessman, Steve Vizard. <laughs> Pardon me. There was the bit where somebody burgled his house. I know we were convinced uh. it was probably Steve Bedwell. <laughs> uh, but no, it was a real burglar and it's all gone to court. And uh, I'm sure people have heard the story. Um, Vizard uh, chased the man to his car. And um, the man later discovered his wallet was missing. <laughs> and that Vizard somehow now owns all rights in perpetuity to the man's burglar character. <laughs> uh, that's Victoria Kevin. What's going on? What are you doing, Ed? Uh, I'm a little bit... Uh, I'm up in uh, New South Wales here. From the world of Vizard to the world of fashion. Uh, and there's thankfully, there's a new jeans label coming out. Because there's not enough of those. Uh, a high-panted jeans label? Well, it's kind of like a... <laughs> It's kind of like a do you have a moustache and an oily haircut kind of label. Uh, now, the deal is, these are the sorts of jeans, the d- creative director says they're the sort of jeans you'll wear when you drive a Maserati or fly your own plane. Right, right. so like the creative director. Yeah, absolutely right. Now, these are the folks they've got on board who are like the, uh, they've got Grinspoon and Steve Bastoni. Oh, now, I'm a big Grinspoon and Steve Bastoni fan. Yes. I don't remember seeing Steve swinging past in his own private plane. So. <laughs> 
And that's uh, <laughs> and then to follow it up, uh, this is this is the, the creative director. He's having a birthday, and he's going to be uh, he's going to have lots of celebrities on a luxury yacht, and he'll be pouring Dom Perignon. They're going to be great jeans. Why, where are our invites? <laughs> why would you waste your time having friends <laughs> when you can have a jeans label and celebrity? I'd like to think that if Steve Bastoni's there, mm. he, and also maybe Ben Mendelsohn would be mm. there, and Greg Fleet would be there, oh, and right. they get into the same blue they get Absolutely. into in the still that. point, and then Fleety could step in. Hey, hey, fellas! Look, stop it now, stop it now. I could come flying in from the side with a flying face button just as I'm about to make any sort of impact I'll get shot now Again. those are jeans I would buy those are now there you talking. go you they're have... the kind of jeans you wear when you're getting face butted by Carlton then I'm in you've not been you're not a real Aussie actor unless you've separated two blokes and gone, hey hey fellas fellas calm down please, please. there's ladies here What's going on in South Australia? Oh, Rob look, Carlton. Adelaide, the long nose of the law, an off-duty police officer's nose yesterday led to a hydroponic drug crop in the northern suburbs. Right. Senior Constable Ian Lockwood, and I quote, I was driving past and I noticed a strong cannabis smell. Hmm. It was only by chance I drove past. Uh, now, that sounds to me like the awful tones <laughs> of guilt. <laughs> right? Only by chance I drove past because I don't often come along this street. He did notice the smell. Mind you, his windows were up. That's a The good. windows in the car were up. So I don't know what he was doing in the street, but nevertheless, his, his long nose, and apparently right. it's a hooted nose. <laughs> Labradors are yeah. green with envy. Absolutely. And I see this guy can't walk down the street without his nose leading him to some sort of mischief tone. And apparently, I read later on in the article that mm -hmm. the um, the South Australian Police Academy are looking at nose measurements for future <laughs> intake, which I think can only be good because if it gets the kids off the green stuff... It does. Right? And it, and it, it and gets it, the cops onto it. Yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. So I tell you what, thumbs up, Senior Constable Ian Lockwood. Oh, South Australia. Well done, sir. And his nose. What yeah. about Queensland? How are they going, Tone? It's always water. Oh, oh dear. Uh, it's dry up there, Tone. How can you resist this headline? Sex change hormone threat in sewerage warns Springborg. Okay. Uh, people should not be forced to risk feminization by drinking recycled sewerage. Queensland opposition leader, my favourite name to say at the moment, Lawrence Springborg, says, isn't it a great name? Springborg. <laughs> The Springborg Factor. Yeah. The talented Mr. Springborg. Um, Springborg, where's my car? Sorry, outlining the case against treated effluent being added to southeast Queensland's water supply. I've got to change that. There, there it is. That's the, that's the problem. Treated effluent that's doesn't bad. sound delicious. No, no. Doesn't. it doesn't. Sort of Maybe chocolatey should Have be I? in there. Fresh body water. <laughs> there we go. Let's give a phone in about that. That's what New names. New names. For recycled I, I would water. just go something completely erroneous, like um, charge. There you go. <laughs> charge. Discharge. Presto. Sorry, that's not. Discharge. <laughs> yeah, that's not right, is it? Nice so charge, glass but... of discharge, please. <laughs> But hey, forget the uh, the fecal matter. Sorry. What, what the hell is this deal with yeah, feminization? What's going to happen? Oh, yeah. Springborg is concerned that hormones left in the water could cause changes to the basic metabolism of species. There are unanswered questions about it, Springborg said. Uh, this is particularly true with female hormones, both artificial and natural. Wait Isn't a second. That bizarre. So if they get into the charge up in Queensland, mm, yeah. we're going to create a new race of girls. A new, new subclass oh, of, of man ladies. <laughs> of 
Queensland man lady. Yeah. Hey, but what about the mayor? Uh, he's interesting. The mayor of Brisbane, Hollywood actor Ed Harris, yes. who moonlights as the city's Lord Mayor using the equity approved name Campbell Newman, says, quote, I don't know what the problem is. There's water everywhere. Mm. Oh, no, hang on. That was when I was in the abyss. Scrub that. <laughs> What's the problem with a little bit of harmless poo and feminization when the state's very future is at risk? Yeah. I very much look forward to the day when I can hold aloft a glass of pure recycled water and say, I saved our future, even if I am sporting a faint poo moustache and a cocktail frock. <laughs> Our water is as good as anyone's, I'll say, before giggling coquettishly and riding off on my girl's bike. Yeah, look. <laughs> He's got my they, vote. Do you think they hate us in Queensland by now? No, I'm from Queensland. They'll love me for it. I lived there for a year. You did? I was chased out by the Bjorki Peterson government. <laughs> George McEncrow is coming in on the show oh, yes, on yes, Monday. Yes, yes. She'll set us right. She will. She'll tell us how we're going. Hey, Rob, do you want to stick around? I'd love to, Tone. Look, it's, I've got nowhere else to go and it's raining outside. The future of television is under threat. Oh, oh. Lord, you're talking about my livelihood, Tone. We, you may not be able to die before a national <laughs> audience again very soon. We're going to find out what that's about very soon. Get this. It really made me feel like I'd been, um, been abused. For the award-winning Mercedes-Benz Vito on Triple M. <laughs> that's Jack and Diane. That's John Mellencamp here again. This I understand. Uh, I may have fired off an ad yeah. break theory that song you in some stage. Song time. You know what it was? It was for the first time ever. I thought I'll try and make the show run to time. Uh, it's never happened yet. So by playing ads over music? No, I'm just leaning over Marslow. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at the the clock. I'm going, uh, mm-hmm. trying to work out the times, which oh, we yeah. never do. I know yeah. you're supposed mm-hmm. to. Yeah. And somehow I'm going, oh, did I just set off an ad break? <laughs> Do we uh, then invoice that client for three <laughs> seconds of ads? Tony, there's a reason I've been here six months, and you just don't be uh, firing off the ad breaks in the middle of songs. Right? See? <laughs> Take it from the Scottish-American You're uh, wrong. It'll catch on. Rove. They'll all be doing it tomorrow. <laughs> Look, I tell you what, the only way you can stop this happening in future is if you two stop cuddling. Because, <laughs> right? honestly, that was an odd business. And in the workplace environment, Tony, the only reason you're knocking buttons like that yeah. It's because your glasses are fogging up with yeah. the love that you've got for your operator. Yeah. You yeah. There's, it, there's no man love on this program, oh, is there? It? Uh, have a Come look on. at what, have you not been noticing what's going on between the good-looking Ed Cavalier and myself? <laughs> between the good-looking Ed Cavalier and all the women in promotions, I think is what you mean. <laughs> oh, uh, are you really, Richard? Yeah. Don't start on me, son. Oh, oh so ugly. Both Tony and the, and the ladies in marketing. Rob Carlton oh, is with oh. us, in case you're wondering. Tony, how are you? <laughs> hey, we went round the state earlier. Did mm. we get all the news out of our system? No. What other news is there? Handcuff news. Handcuff news. Handcuff news. I can't believe you really <laughs> went with handcuff. I don't think it needed that. Off air, uh, Tony said, how am I going to get to this next story? I said, what's it about, Tone? He said, oh, it's about handcuffs in Geelong. And Rob said, you just say it's handcuff news time. <laughs> and then he stands back like, my work is done. I tell you what, Tony, the there there are tiny little enclaves all around the country that have been screaming for a segment like this. Yeah, just as they're screaming for an ad this during a their, song. This is their time. Okay. Tone, make Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Handcuff News. Well, madness reigns supreme here at Geelong Port, where earlier today a young lady protesting Australia's expanding wood chip industry handcuffed herself to the deck of a bulk wood chip carrier bound for Southeast Asia. Shortly afterwards, Les Dunn 
Daly, a representative of the shipping company, mounted a bold retaliation by handcuffing himself to the protester and reading aloud from the Forestry Industry Charter of Operations. Soon after, three further anti-logging protesters rushed from the crowd and handcuffed themselves to the surprised executive before launching into a spirited, we shall not be moved. At this point, Mr Daly's bodyguards raced in and handcuffed themselves to the wailing throng. It was at this point Crazy John of Crazy John's mobile phones appeared, chaining himself to the end of the fast-growing queue, all the while extolling the benefits of his never-to-be-repeated low, low prices. But before news of this windfall, ironically the result of a shipping error, could be relayed to the crowd, a squad of detectives arrived and handcuffed themselves to Crazy John and a man in a giant mobile phone costume, before they too found themselves manacled to a new crew of protesters loudly bemoaning the government's IR legislation. Just as these activists found themselves locked onto by several lesser-known Big Brother evictees drawn by the TV news cameras and free refreshments, it became apparent that none of the varying protests and counter-protests was having any effect on the progress of the shipment. At 12.15 precisely, the ship left port as scheduled, stretching behind it a daisy chain of conflicting opinions, clashing musical styles and the vague promise of brain-snapping mobile phone bargains literally dangling in the air. The last link in the chain, seen here water skiing behind the fast departing shipment, was an unidentified naked gentleman, his butt cheeks emblazoned with the logo of a local radio station. I'm invincible. I'm paying money. Oh, how good is this? Yeah, that's uh, one of Ed's favourites, Ashley Simpson. Oh, when's she going to do like a spoken word album? She's too busy <laughs> putting out her new face. <laughs> Spoken word album. I can, uh, with just some chimes. Oh, oh look. That'd boop, be lovely. I went shopping and then boop, 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 I came home. home. Changed my ringtone. Changed my nose. <laughs> Nothing else to do, really. <laughs> Wait to see what my sister does. Copy that. Yeah. Had a nice sleep. <laughs> How do you mime a spoken word album? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, mm. that voice... There is Richard Marsland. Mm -hmm. That voice just before was Rob Carlton. Hey, hey, Rob Carlton. Hey, hey, Richard. Hey, Tony. Do you like a bit of a climb? <laughs> a climb? Yeah. I love it. Hey, hang on. Let's get up to Talkback Mountain. Have we got time for this? It's We're brought to you by the Mercedes-Benz Vito, of course. Mm -hmm. There's always some fancy music. But hold on the fancy music. Get that bloke who does the voiceover oh. on the Vito ad on your telly. Because, Rob, do you do voiceovers? Oh, mate, I've done a couple. Which ones? Um, well, let me think. I've done, uh, I think I've done ones for some Rexona and uh, various bits and pieces. Rexona? Things, what know. did you say there? Um, oh, it was so long ago, Tone. Um, it, it, <laughs> it was great, though. Yeah, I'm very good at, you know, it's kind of a bit butch, you know. Yeah. Mm, Rexona. Oh, very nice. <laughs> Have a listen to this. The limited edition oh. Mercedes-Benz Vito. It's the perfect package. Oh, Mercedes-Benz Vito. <laughs> Is that a man called Ken Campbell? Mm. Oh, wow. We've got to get him and Pete Smith in here. Oh, we'll get yeah. Rob Mullinar in. Yeah. We'll get uh, Steve Britton, the man who says, Have you ever rented a video? That wasn't quite right. We'll get him. Yes, have we'll any time. The, the season's hardest premiere. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get that guy in. Well, this summer. We'll have some sort of pit bull fight between them all. <laughs>
be interesting. But hey, let's talk about what's on the telly. Uh, because look at this on the front of the Green Guide in the uh, Melbourne yep. Ash today. The craze that is worrying the network's YouTube. Everyone's going to YouTube. Wonderful. Yeah. You just go there and watch clips, long and short, entire programs. Mainly just people falling over, from what I can see. That there is a large. I've yeah. There's a large section of that, but it, whatever you're into, yep. it, it'll have something. Like I like table tennis and cats yeah. predominantly, right? Yes. And, and food. And food. <laughs> but table and tennis and cats first. And yeah. the ladies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and the ladies like him. And the ladies. <laughs> uh, but you can watch. You know, endless hours of uh, in bite-sized bits of of these videos. What have you seen that you liked? Uh, there's a really good one where it's like uh, someone's cobbled together all of the best cat videos from Funniest Home Videos. Oh, great! Into like a six-minute extravaganza. And the beauty of it is, you don't get the Funniest Home Video voiceover. But no, you can mute they've, they've taken that out. Exactly right. Oh, right. I should just say, I'm just going to um, Stephen Ford promote something. <laughs> My friends and I made a copy of uh, made a couple of Funniest Home Videos. We'll be sending in. Oh. To the show, we're going to try and win the two hundred grand. But should you yeah. say that? Yeah, because you can't see us, you can't tell it's us, so they won't know we're, we're dressed as cats. From, so. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when I see slightly oversized cats <laughs> on Funniest Home Videos, <laughs> one of them eating a sandwich, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and hitting onto the marketing girls here at Triple M. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I won't be suspicious that it's you. It could be someone else. Okay. okay. Wow. Well, anyway. Okay. Well, that's that's got a bit of sizzle about yeah, it. I like that sizzle. idea. That's, that's got traction. Oh, that's that's got, got traction. What have you seen on there, Rob? Well, to be honest with you, Tone, I'm I'm new to YouTube, and if mm. to be perfectly honest, I only found out the other day, and I don't know whether you know this or not. You can get pornography on the internet. <laughs> can you? You can. And is I had. Right? Is that and, just a new thing? No. Apparently, it's everywhere, Tone. Oh. So so, but this YouTube, it yeah. sounds like with funny videos of cats, it sounds. More like my speed, yeah. <laughs> and you know what the great thing is about the pornography on the internet. What is the great thing about it? So, <laughs> tell they've, me, they've got rid of all the funniest home video voiceover. Uh, so you know the sex true. isn't interrupted by. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, what's going to happen here? <laughs> <laughs> just, and, you know, up-to-date impressions like, you dirty rag. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's just straight hardcore. Oh, I love it. What have you seen, Mr. Marsland? Oh, well, the great thing about YouTube is that uh, anyone can get on there, but also that's the bad thing that anyone yes. can get on there. So you just type in uh, impressions and uh, oh, really? you get these people doing impressions of their friends that you have no idea. <laughs> oh, right. They said, trust me, this is hilarious. It's an impression of my friend. I think uh, ABC, <laughs> ABC programming took that lead when they got a um, an impression show from Britain over. Oh, right. dead yeah. ringers. And, yeah. And, yeah, and we didn't know any of those. No, people. that was hysterical. <laughs> they, missed, they missed their audience a little bit because it was critical that you knew who they were. I know, it was, the show was great. Yeah, fair enough. But, oh, and but the in a half doing... an hour, you might get Russell Crowe mm. and then 7,000 people called Norman Tebbit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> local mayors of Umbria. <laughs> and yet they won't put Chris Morris shows because they're too topical, but they'll run dead ringers. Yeah. Sorry, I'm getting on my soapbox you again. You are. No, look, it's a great soapbox to be in and you the look taller up there. ABC's refusal to play good comedy shows from overseas, apart from Little Britain. Oh, yeah. That's my soapbox subject. But we're not going to go up there because look at this. What's happened? The web's 20... Oh, we don't don't have time for the 20 funniest videos. No, of the what week. do you got? What's Zoo Weekly have chosen some beauties. Right. Number one, Bear on Trampoline. Have you seen that? Yeah. It's it's good, but you, you feel like the bear got a bit hurt. Right, yeah. okay. Because the bear's up a tree. Yeah, they that. shoot him with a tranquilizer dart. Yeah. He falls out of the tree onto a trampoline yeah. and bounces oh. through the air. Now, the thing I didn't realize when you watch the video, they, that's their way of trying to save the bear. 
they actually push the trampoline into where they think the bear's going to fall. <laughs> oh, right. It's actually a setup. Yeah. All I'm thinking is, what is the bear thinking as it's <laughs> bouncing from the trampoline? I've not felt this before. Thinks he's a gummy bear. Doesn't he have thinks 500, he's a gummy bear. 500 grams of kind of sleep juice in him? <laughs> I think so. You can get you some of that. Hey, look at this. Number 20, though, more cowbell. One of the, oh, yes. That is one of the funniest yes. comedy sketches of all time. Yes. On Saturday Night Live, if you're one of these people oh. who wonders what all the fuss is about Will Ferrell because you've seen yeah. Bewitched and he was crap, mm. you've got to have a look at uh, Will Ferrell in action playing the guy with the cowbell in Blue Oyster Cult. And Christopher Walken is the producer who just so keeps cool. coming in and saying, I gotta have more cowbell. <laughs> he, he just can't get enough of it. I gotta have more cowbell. <laughs> Eventually, he's saying things like, Guess what? I got a fever. And the only prescription is more cowbell. <laughs> so, you see, that's what's on there. Quality. Gold. There's some quality. <laughs> what have you found on the internet in Good clip form? Stuff. Preferably legal stuff. Yeah, well. Rob Carlton wants to hear about it. Yeah. He's looking for acting work. <laughs> he could be the next bear falling out of a tree <laughs> onto a tree. Absolutely. I'm just wearing a cowbell. <laughs> could be next. Give us a call, one triple three five three. Mr. Jones, that's Counting Crows here at Get This. We're up the mountain. <laughs> YouTube on the internet, it threatens the existence of television as we know it. Yep. What kind of stuff is on there? Who's found something yet? And by the way, Rob Carlton is with us. He won Tropfest this year. I'm Did. sure your film's already up there. It was, it's everywhere, t uh, everywhere, Tone. You can't <laughs> get on the internet without seeing me and my kids. <laughs> Hello, Jared. How you going? Good, man. Nice and relaxed. Uh, what have you seen? Uh, video called Evolution of Dance. Now I've seen this. This is uh, this is Dave Elsewhere at a uh, at a at a break dance at a, co a dance competition, and he's amazing. Is this? Uh, actually, it's a guy. He's a motivational speaker and a comedian. Oh, is it? Oh. And what he does is he does his dance goes for about six minutes, oh, and it uh, goes through all the different dancing styles, and he does like MC Hammer, Vanilla Ice, oh, all that right, sort of stuff. Great, it's yeah. even better. And it's uh, been viewed about thirty-eight million times. Thirty-eight it's really million. Video. Is that the one that's got a bit of a Napoleon Dynamite feel? You know that dance? No, 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 no that's, that's that. Yeah, this is this is that's the Dave Elsewhere one I'm talking about. Oh, that's right, great. Right. We're going to check that out. Thank you, Jared. That's 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 beautiful. Hello, Adam. Adam. Um, I thought one was funny that's a pizza joint. A guy oh, yeah. from a radio station in the UK rings up the pizza joint and he asks the guy behind the counter, does he deliver? And the guy goes, yeah, we deliver. And he goes, okay, I want a large pizza with liver and pineapple. And in an Irish accent, he goes, no, no, we don't do liver. And he goes, but I just asked it if you do liver. And he said, yes. <laughs> and then he brings him back again with another one, the same guy, and says, mate, do you do takeaway? He goes, of course we do takeaway. He goes, all right, what's 12 takeaway? Six. And the guy's just swearing and hanging up. And, mate, and it's like four calls to this same guy. Yeah, and good. It's classic. That's and good. It's, it's quality English accent swearing, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds better. Hey, thank you, Adam. Hello, Paul. Oh, hi. How are you going? Very good, man. What have you seen? Uh, well, we were actually looking at the YouTube uh, version of the, the opening of The Simpsons, the Beast Guy B version, oh, the yes. real-life version. We had the whole family gathered around the computer watching. Oh. And after we watched that, we thought, well, let's see what else is on here. And we, we saw one called The Lost Episode of The Smurfs. And we uh -oh. thought, well, there can't be anything too bad about that. Uh -oh. But unfortunately, when we opened it up, um, let's just say Papa Smurf was getting a bit too friendly with Lady Smurf. Oh, yes. I think Lady Smurf was played by the uh, blue and nude Rebecca Roman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kelsey Grammer is Papa Smurf. Uh, wow, thank you, Paul. <laughs> Hello, Danny. How you going, mate? Hey, very, very well. Very Got an well. email actually yesterday. Um, of, I'm not sure what what um, internet that's from, like what, what website. Yeah. 
but it's actually of the uh, the Kath and Kim scene with um, oh. with you in it and um, oh, Magna you... or whatever you pronounce the last name. Which one of our torrid love scenes is it? It's when you were full on in mm. uh, full um, mm. disguise with the, uh, the I think beard. Yeah, half a beard. What do you call them? Um, yeah, it's it's uh, there to dis- Irish or something. Yeah, it's disguising the pash rash. <laughs> They're very torrid scenes. It's always embarrassing yeah. when it happens on a plane. Oh, is that right? Uh, yeah, I always try to sit at the back because <laughs> they're on the plane constantly. The one no, people it's always very want. Funny, but it's going around emails now anyway. So is that right? I'm not, sure, I'm not sure what um, what side sort of uh, copyrighted. Off I wonder if that needs to be labelled not safe for work. <laughs> the one people like is where I'm pushing Magda over a fence. Yeah, they love that. It lasts less than a second, but people always go, "I love that scene." Yeah, love that yeah, episode, you're well, mate. You're, elite. you're on the internet as well as the radio, mate. You're doing well. Oh, oh, that's nice. Thank you, Danny. Very, very nice. Very Rob wanted to shake my hand. That was nice. That was a nice moment. Hey, Rob, hey, there, were, there were stacks more. There was so we're going to have to do it again. I know. Sorry to anyone. We will do it again. Apologies. Thanks to everyone who did get on. Yeah. Uh, hit the uh, music. What, Mr. Master? Rob, who have you pashed off on the telly? Oh, I tell you what, I've pashed off. One of my first scenes, I've, I've pashed men, uh, yeah. women. Right. Or, yeah. Who's it's... your favourite? <laughs> I can't. I, I honestly. Bud well, we'll say. <laughs> well, honestly, well, it, the amount of time that the bud can can go. <laughs> I was surprised, but he's got a little a lot of a lot of heat under the bonnet. I like it fruity, mm-hmm. and I like it deep. <laughs> uh, thanks for coming in, Rob. I hope yep. you do well at Telluride with your Philip. Cheers, looking forward to that. Come back and tell us how it went. I will. Thanks to everyone who called in, mm. and our key phrase today. I think it really needs to be something that could bring in the East Enders. In oh yeah. Right, what do you got for us? He's dead now, and that's as it should be. But I will never love again. Oh! <laughs> I think we've... Just let everyone do one hand clap. There you go. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. And we'll be back tomorrow to wind up the week with Julia Zamiro. Yeah. And it's all thanks to the Mercedes-Benz Veto Fan of the Year.